0: Welcome back to New York Currents. I'd like to uh, share with you uh, a short chapter from the book uh, ABCs of Torah and Science by Rabbi Dr. Chaim Presby. Uh, it's, uh, the book of, as a whole is, is really fascinating, but there's one particular uh, chapter here that I wanted to share with our audience on light. He writes, from both the Torah and scientific perspective, light is filled with mystery. One of the most familiar verses of the Torah states, God said, let there be light, and there was light. Rashi comments, the light that the Holy One, blessed be he, created on the first day, one could see from one end of the world to the other. But as soon as he saw the corrupt actions of the wicked, he arose and and hid it from them and reserved it for the righteous in the world to come. So what is this light? We find in Mishle, for a mitzvah is a lamp and the Torah is light. The great light of creation was the light of Torah. At first the light was available to all, but God saw that few people were worthy of enjoying it, so he clothed it in the Torah. And there it remains hidden. The efforts of the righteous reveal it, from the wisdom of the Torah, for the Torah is its embodiment. Indeed, one of the meanings of the word Torah, and this I found really interesting, is derived from the word Ora, light. The Torah is the source of spiritual illumination in our lives and in the world. Then uh, the rabbi goes on to talk about the scientific nature of light and how it relates to the Torah concept of it. So he says, from a scientific perspective, light is electromagnetic radiation that can be detected by the human eye. Electromagnetic radiation is the flow of energy in the form of time-varying electric and magnetic fields which are mutually linked with each other at right angles and perpendicular to the direction of the motion. Electromagnetic radiation occurs over an extremely wide range of wavelengths, from gamma rays with wavelengths less than 10 to the uh, 11th power meters to radio waves measured in meters. So we go from a a tiny fraction of a meter to meters themselves. The the, uh, wavelength visible to humans... Occupy a very tiny portion of this, about 7 nanometers, billionths of a meter, for red light, down to about only 400 nanometers for violet light. And this is the light that we can see. Light with wavelengths slightly longer than the red light we see is called infrared. Light with wavelengths slightly shorter than violet is called ultraviolet which many of us are familiar with. The speed of light in a vacuum is a fundamental physical constant and is, about, and is about 300,000 kilometers per second, or 186,000 miles per second. So in one little second, light can circle the planet Earth about seven and a half times for centuries. Scientists had been trying to determine the fundamental form of light as it travels from a light source to our eyes. Some thought that it traveled in the form of waves, while others imagined light as a stream of particles. The wave nature of light was clearly demonstrated with the famous double-slit experiment of Thomas Young. He observed that if light is beamed onto a screen through a board that has a thin vertical slit in it, the screen will display a blob of light. If, however, the light is beamed at a board that has two slits, the screen displays alternating strips of light, and alternating strips of light and dark, and not two bright vertical lines. So when the light passes through the slits, it behaves in the same way that water waves do When they pass through a narrow opening, they diffract and spread out into the form of hemispherical ripples, which you can see any time you drop a pebble into a pond. Uh, where 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 these light ripples from the two slits hit each other, out of phase, they cancel out, forming dark bars. Where the ripples hit each other in phase, they combine to form bright lines, this is compelling evidence of the wave nature of light. But then Einstein entered the scene with an explanation of something he called the photoelectric effect, which just as compellingly showed light to behave like a particle. He found that a piece of metal becomes positively charged when it is bathed in visible ultraviolet light. The atoms in the metal we're losing negatively charged electrons. The light delivered enough energy to free some of those electrons, but the electrons could be made to carry more energy simply by changing the color or the wavelength of the light. Electrons released by violet light carried more energy than electrons released by red light. And surprisingly, for a given wavelength, the energy of the electrons released was independent of the intensity of the light. So Einstein suggested that light is carried in tiny quantum packets, and the energy of the packet is related to the wavelength of the light. The shorter the wavelength, the more energy it carries. Thus, violet light packets with a relatively short wavelength carry more energy than red light packets with a relatively longer wavelength. This also explained why simply increasing the brightness of the light did not result in increased electron energy. A brighter light source delivers more light packets to the metal, but does not change the amount of energy that each light packet contains. And Einstein called these these packets photons, a fundamental particle having no mass okay so now we see that visible light is carried by photons and so are all the other forms of electromagnetic radiation radiation like x-rays radio waves microwaves Einstein's findings provided strong evidence that light acts like a particle so here we have a, a classic dichotomy this is me talking now we, we, we have a classic dichotomy. Is it particle or is it wave? Well, scientists have come to the conclusion that it is both. Even though that might be contradictory, it is both. And that's exactly how the Torah reasons every time, and it happens often, that there's a contradiction. Uh, for example, for three years, Beis Shammai and Beis Hillel debated each other. These said that the Halakha follows their view, and they all said that the The locker follows their view. But it was concluded that these and those, in other words, both views, are the words of God. So yes, conflicting ideas can be simultaneously true when they are the words of God. Light can be both a wave and a particle. Thank you for listening to New York Currents. I'm Dave Glenn, and if you I would love to hear from you, your comments about future topics, whether you hate us, love us, whichever, at 917-755-6971, or email at NYCurrents at gmail.com. That's N-Y-C-U-R-R-E-N-T-S dot com.